Hi. How are you? Not too bad in yourself. With all due respect, let's get the small talk. Welcome to Let's Give the Small Talk, a podcast show where we talk about it all, one topic at a time. I'm your host, Tyconis Allison. With that being said, ready, set, stimulate. Let's Give the Small Talk. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to episode 117 of Let's Give the Small Talk. Today's episode is going to be a very transparent episode. It's going to be a very real episode. It's going to be a heart-wrenching episode because today we'll be talking about life and the loss of it. Recently, my cousin Lewis has transitioned and is no longer with us and, and just trying to fully grasp my mind around his loss has been very challenging for all sorts of different reasons. And uh, we'll be diving into that today. Once again, we'll be discussing life and the loss of it. But before we dive deep, first, let's talk about the podcast. If you enjoy Let's Skip the Small Talk and you would like to help the podcast reach its fullest potential, then by all means, please do so. All you have to do is simply text this episode link to one person in your phone so they can enjoy it as well. You guys have been doing so, so please, please continue to do so. And I deeply, deeply appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you in advance. All right, let's kick this show off with a little motivation. Three, two, one, score! Goal season is here. I repeat, goal season is here. Today, I want to talk to all the goal seekers. I want to talk to the grinders. I want to talk to the strivers. I want to talk to anyone and everyone that is trying to better their lives. Today, today, we're going to have to have an honest conversation with ourselves. See, when you set a goal in life, right, the goal is at a distance. And each day, we're trying to become one step closer to that goal, which is why I always encourage you to keep on stepping. Well, here's the truth of the matter. Some days you don't feel like walking. Some days you don't feel like stepping. Some days you don't feel like running. Some days you want to sit down. Some days you want to stop. Some days you want to exit the race. Some days you want to walk away from your goal that you set for yourself to better your life and your loved ones around you. Sometimes I don't think we think about it in that way about giving up on ourselves because sometimes the goal is so far-fetched we think we aren't close so it's just easy to walk away. Well, I'm letting you know the last thing you ever want to do in life 
is to give up on yourself. You have enough people in this world that will give up on you, that won't believe in you, and that will doubt you. You should be the last person to do so for yourself. If no one else believes, that's okay. But you should always believe in yourself. Never give up on yourself. Never stop stepping. Never stop walking. Never stop running because your goal is your goal. You guys got to remember this process, this destination, this journey benefits you first before anyone else. Because as you realized, when you are stepping on this path, when you are running your race, you are learning so much about yourself along the way. You are bettering yourself in so many different ways. You are getting to know yourself. It's not just about crossing the finish line. It's deeper than that. It's deeper than crossing the finish line. It's deeper than obtaining the goal. It's the process. It's the transformation, the change that comes about during the race, during the steps you take. So if you give up on yourself, then you are stunting your own growth. And who does that hurt the most? You. Listen, I know life is difficult. I know at times life can be challenging. I know what it's like to have a full plate. You are not alone. You're not alone. Some days, there's not enough time in a day. I agree with you on that. Some days, there's not enough energy in your body to keep going. I agree with you on that. Some days, there's not enough sleep to be had. I agree with you on that. But you cannot, you cannot give up on yourself because not only, not only does that set a mindset for you, But it also shows an example to anyone that is watching and observing from you. You can't give up on yourself. Yes, the race is long. Yes, the journey is long. But that's part of your transformation. Listen, guys, the steps you take along the way helps you become the person you need to be in order to obtain and sustain the goal that you are seeking. It is all math. It is all science. It's all right there. You can't just go from A to Z. You won't know what to do with yourself when you get to Z. You have to go through each letter at a time. You just can't go from 0 to 100. It doesn't work like that. You won't know what to do at 100 because you didn't work your way all the way up there. Because you've never been to 99, you don't know how to deal with 100. Take your steps. Do not quit on yourself. Do not give up on yourself. Just because it's hard now doesn't mean it's going to be hard forever. There's enough people out there in this world that don't believe in you, that doubt you. Don't be one of them. Okay? Don't give up on your race. Don't give up on your goal. I know it's not easy. I know it's not easy. 
And I know you can sit there and say, Ty, that's easier said than done. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm trying and I'm striving and I'm thriving every day just like you. It's a process. Some days are great. Some days are not so great. But don't give up. That's not an option. Okay? Remember, set deadlines to cross the finish line. Okay? All right. With that being said, let's go ahead and let's talk about it. Life and the loss of it. But like I read a bad. Life is precious, but it's so uh, it's so it's so for so you know. <laughs> Shut out my country boy down there on that thing. Life is precious, but it's so pretty. I get chose to take the long road. I got it figured out. I don't. I just keep learning as I go. Get the money, stay out the way. Jesus told me, no hard feelings, homie. Do your thing. God has told me, stay focused, young, and use your brain. And the things that Brock told me, I'll take to my grave. I'll take it to my grave. I think it's crazy that from the time you get born, you only know what someone told you. Wonder if they to blame for all the pain that it broke. And it's a shame. As I said at the top of the episode, I uh, I recently lost my cousin Lewis Johnson Jr. And uh, the most challenging and difficult part about it is the fact that Lewis was 30 years old. 30. And it hit home for me because I'm 31 years old. And I've never envisioned death. I've never thought about death. And at 31, I feel invincible. I don't feel like death is near. I don't feel like I'm anywhere close to dying. And so to know someone, a loved one, a family member, to pass away, to transition, at such a young age, it, it's still mind-blowing. It really is. It is still mind-blowing because you typically think of death at old age. Now, don't get me wrong. I understand people transition at all ages, right? I, I definitely understand that. I'm just... I'm just opening up and being honest to you that at 31, I don't fear death. I don't think of death. But to witness it with my cousin, it just kind of made me think of death differently. Not so much that death is always around the corner. I definitely don't don't think like that. But I don't know how else to say it, but that... But that uh, Death is possible. 
bad, like I write it bad. Death is possible. And uh, I haven't experienced much death in my life. Thankfully, um, I've probably been to maybe a handful of funerals at that, but it's just crazy that uh, that life can be taken so soon. So soon. You know, my cousin Lewis, he always lived in Boston and I grew up in Atlanta, you know, majority of my childhood, but I always came up to Boston to visit my Nana and my family members um, in the summertime. So I come up in the summertime and I see Lewis and his brother, Arturis, AC, you know, with Ricky, Richard, Jonathan, David, Dante, and uh, we used to play in the backyard, you know, like I'm like, seriously, guys, like I'm talking like coming up at 10, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, I eventually moved up here when I was 17 years old. I knew, uh, knew of Lewis for a, a very long time and, you know, have many different memories. I remember we, uh, <laughs> I remember I came up, you know, I'm from Atlanta and the whole soldier boy and crank that Superman, crank that Batman, all this crank that, crank that was going on. And uh, I come up and we create a, a dance routine uh, in the backyard and we choreographing it. And we have a battle with some of the girls who, who live like right over on the next street, like the guys versus the ladies. And it was, <laughs> I remember us being in the backyard, like really working, like, Lewis coming up with some moves, AC saying doing this, Rashad saying doing this. It was really a cool collective. Ricky, it was really dope, man. I'll never forget that. <laughs> wow. Wow. I also remember the sleepovers we used to have. You know, when you're hanging out with your cousins, oh, the day doesn't end, right? Like you get up that morning, brush your teeth, get dressed. Sometimes you don't even want to eat breakfast. Then my Nana tell me, sit down, you got to eat. Then you run downstairs because we, we was all in the same house. Lewis and AC, they lived in a different house, but they used to come over all the time and be down on the first floor with Ricky and Richard. So I run downstairs from the second floor and uh, I knock on the door and I go inside and all the guys are there, right? We're playing video games to start the day. We got the Nintendo GameCube. We got four remote controls. We, we gaming, you know, and uh, from there, the weather's nice. We go outside. We're instructed not to leave the front of the house because, you know, summertime can be a bit dangerous here in Boston. And so we're either like sitting on the porch or just standing right in front of the house on the sidewalk or we're in the backyard. Right. And then we ask if we can go to the corner store. We muster up a couple dollars, buy some chips, buy a teeny or, you know, or a patty. <laughs> a Jamaican beef patty and, uh, and then we go back to the house And next thing you know The sun is setting So we really gotta stay on the porch But we don't go inside I mean the night is young We out talking, chatting, laughing And uh, then we go back inside And sometimes my auntie will order like pizza for all of us 
or like a sub or you know or she makes something and we'll all eat and you know it's like 10 o'clock right now you know we've been going since 10 in the morning it's 10 o'clock at night and we back on the video games you know or we all one person's on a computer and we taking turns on myspace you know and next thing you know it's like two o'clock in the morning my grandma's calling down ty ty you gotta come upstairs you gotta get to bed i'm like man i can I just stay tonight? Can I stay downstairs? She's like, no, come on up. And, uh, and we get up and do it all over again the next day. For these niggas cut their lanes Since they love saying my name Make sure you write the truth in the game On my tombstone and ain't burying me By the river they were carrying me Finally I'll be resting in peace Finally And uh, that's that's how it was. Those are the many, many memories that I shared with Lewis and my cousins. And uh, I used to come up every summer. And, um, you know, I used to wish that I could live in Boston. That's how, that's how much I enjoyed it until I eventually did. And uh, it's just crazy, man. It's crazy. Crazy. Because even as we got older, like, you know, 18, 19 years old, I, I moved away at 19, went off to West Virginia. But at 17, 18, in the early part of my 19 years old, uh, we were still kicking it. You know, we were still talking on the porch. Uh, we were going to house parties. We were uh, going to the movies. We were, you know, branching off and, you know, getting out there. We would go down to the gym, play basketball with Rashard when Rashard was working at the Marshall. And it was, uh, it was really cool, man. Really cool. It's, uh, crazy. Crazy that, uh, that, uh, that Lewis transitioned at such a, such a young age. Um, the funeral, funeral, funerals are never easy. Um, their funerals are, are very complex, right? Because you see family members and friends or, you know, people you've seen before, hung out with before. You see them now and you haven't seen them in years. Right. But we're all gathering here because of loss. And, uh, you know, you try to have light conversations, but you can't ignore the fact of why we are all here. That's the, uh, that's the crazy part about it is you normally, we normally come together at funerals and and sometimes weddings. Crazy. 
I mean, I'm talking like I've seen people that I haven't seen in whew, 15 years, right? But you can never forget a face. You you very well will forget a name or two, but you you can never forget a face. And uh, Richard, uh, while we were sitting there, he told me, he said, it's crazy. It's like the older we get, the more funerals we attend, right? And it's real. That's a real statement. It's it's almost like a testament to getting older is becoming more familiar with death. And that's been another one of the things that I've been trying to wrap my mind around because that's real. We don't live forever. We like to think we will, but in actuality, we don't. Death is possible. You know, Rashad also said something else that was very profound, and I really, 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 really loved it. He said, uh, there's no more R.I.P. Live in paradise. So, Lewis, live in paradise. Live in paradise. With that being said, let's go ahead and jump into our next segment. Have a treat. As you know, each and every episode, I recommend something for you to read, something for you to watch, something for you to do, because you deserve to treat yourself. So grab a fork. It's time for a treat. What I recommend that you watch is I Am Legend. Please, watch Will Smith's movie, I Am Legend. That is actually a movie that we all seen at the movie theaters for Louis' birthday um, after it came out. And uh, I never forget that. You know, Will Smith was the only uh, human in the movie. Well, for the most part, right? Because he did find some people at the end, if I'm not mistaken. But if you guys could, y'all go watch that classic movie again, man. I am legend. I deeply appreciate it. Now for something to read. What I recommend that you read is a poem. A poem by Langston Hughes, who is one of my favorite poets. And the poem is titled, Life is Fine. So just go to Google, type in Langston Hughes, Life is Fine. Uh, the poem is very fitting. I don't want to give anything away, but just check it out for yourself. It's not very long, not long at all, but um, it definitely, definitely hits home. Strong message. All right. Now for something to do. What I recommend that you do, I would like for you to go to YouTube and go to Motivation Leads to Elevation. Right. I told you guys before, that is the motivational series that I launched uh, about a month or so ago now, about a month and a half. And there are actually two videos that I made recently that were inspired by the loss of Lewis. Number one is when life doesn't go as planned. And number two is life is too short. I would like for you guys to go watch those videos. Once again, go to YouTube, type in motivation leads to elevation. You will see the YouTube channel there and click on the videos when life doesn't go as planned 
and then click on a video. Life is too short. I deeply appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please send it to one, two, three, four, five, six, seven people in your phone so they can enjoy it as well. Thank you. Thank you in advance. Before you leave, I want to leave you with this quote. Death is not the opposite of life, but a part of it. Thank you.